This is Shikamaru Nara. You're listening to the Shonen Tapes. Oh, you're not subscribed yet? What a drag. Hey, and this is the Art of Rap Tape. Yeah. I'm going to include all that, actually. That was good. Huh? That was a great intro. That was a great intro. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, Welcome to the Shonen Tapes show. Yo. Uh, yo. Hey. Welcome now, and you will see the Shonen Tapes as we had seen. It's the auto rep. You missed the beat up. Uh, Fuck me up. I was on that. I didn't think that, beat, that beat was hot. I didn't think that, you were going to go that. That was feeling so hot. I was yeah. ready to go. I was gonna do. I was gonna wrap the whole intro right there. I was also, gonna do freestyle too. Tapeworms BG was in the movie Art of Rap. He had a <laughs> interesting freestyle and beatbox. I was super impressed. I was like, "Yo, that's my friend." I thought you were gonna say he looked like somebody. I was like, "You fucking racist ass." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I "Anyways, so there's this movie called The Art of Rap, and." I think it just speaks to my core of why I appreciate rap and hip hop. And they talk about that for the majority of the movie. If you haven't seen it, we would highly, highly recommend you go watch it. Um, you can find it uh, as of, as of, you know, the, the, this recording on Amazon for free. It used to be on Netflix, not anymore. Um, it's with ice tea going around, grabbing as you know, what flipping the, you know, who, woo! and he's talking to a bunch of different people. Uh, mainly rappers back in the day, current about how they go about writing, what their you know goals are, yada yada yeah, you get it. You know, Brandon, what Larry, what 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 bars come to your mind like just randomly when you think? Two of that years ago, a friend of mine asked me to say some MC rhyme, so I said this rhyme that I'm about to say. The rhyme was deaf and it went this way. Took a test to become an MC. Is that a real sucker MCs run DMC? I I was feeling very uh, nostalgic and very 80s. Feeling very nostalgic for an era I was not alive for after watching this. (laughs) I love 80s rap, by the way. Like, I was so about everything about those 80s rappers back when you were negative 10. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, but I like this right now. Um, What what bars come to your head when you think about hip hop? Uh, Baby Sasuke. (laughs) <laughs> all right on. what, what, okay. what are uh, some bars that you think of you know, shouts to Lil uzi the greatest freestyle in the world <laughs> i make niggas eat dirt and fart dust and give them an 80 dollar gift certificate to pussies oh, on us ludicrous no wait can i actually do a re- can i actually do a real one <laughs> nope, you lost your chance okay that's yeah i do have a real one though. no go ahead all right no, you lost your chance uh i i, I forgot the i forgot the like right, part right before but he's like he's like uh, and Matt Hose, you can ask Beavis, I get nothing but head. That shit is one of the f- hardest lines on the earth. Shout out to, shout out to Big L. Big L? Oh, okay. That's what's up. I think, I think hey. the bars that would come to my head, though, it is surprisingly an Eminem one. Uh, it's in that song, All She Wrote, where he's like, I guess life is a bitch, ain't it, Tip? And this one, some something can say this shit. Shirt off my back, I wouldn't give you the dirt off my handkerchief. I'm giving these hoes a dose of the old medicine. Let him get a good taste of it. I don't know. He just, he just, he kind of, yeah. he kind of rips it. 
the whole. <laughs> I don't know. He he does it better than me. You just you can go his name. He does it better. You, than you, me. you gotta you gotta hear the guy himself. You gotta hear the guy. Not Eminem guy. You gotta hear him. He, he does it real good. I can't do it. Uh, it's for the just, kids. But I, I tell you, that Eminem, he's got something. You just slowly <laughs> turn into Danny DeVito. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, you gotta check this out, Dennis. Dennis, you gotta your eat mom, this M&M. Your mom's a whore. Your mom's a whore. I'm making a sta- I'm making a sandwich in my mouth. <laughs> Yo, Shut- um, what you got? What you guys think about this? Uh, about this movie, this documentary. What are your thoughts on it? What well, one of my big thoughts of this is like when Cool Keith is sitting there in the diner. With Ice T, and he's like, "I got, I got tapes ready for all these dudes. Anybody gonna come at me? It's like, bro, you're fucking fifty. Like you're out the game. Okay, yo, leave him alone. I have faith in him. I got these rhymes. Yo, I, got these rhymes was, I, I geeked at that part too. So. I think like this movie is so well done. Um." If you're into hip hop and rap at all, I think it's it's. I almost want to say it's like a must watch, and in a sense, if it's yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of ahead of its time, even though they're sitting there reminiscing a majority of the time. And the reason I say that is because they sit there and they talk about uh, okay, like what happens when you sit there and you ride a trend, right? And then you get huge. So what happened was you eventually get left behind, and you just blew your producer up. So. I feel like that today is more relevant, like a hundred times more relevant than it was when this movie came out back in 2012, 2013, because that's always been happening, but especially now, like, especially now like, with, with how things are in the game. I, I disagree. Like that is something that's always been like when this came out, this is height, like soldier boy, eat a dick. Like that was what ice T was saying in interviews. And that's why he made this because he was pissed off about like Soldier Boy and all these internet rappers coming up. Like, yeah, I feel but like there was, weren't that many back there then. Was. There was. It was compared here, here, to today. Yes, it all was. Think of mm. think of fucking think of like D Pharrell, Wiz Dog, Wiz Dog, Wiz Khalifa, YouTube movement, like that D- whole, the, them franchise boys, like um, snap music. All this- Snap music, yeah. There's a lot of like trend rappers that like so we don't even think rappers, about. Ringtone rappers. There's so many of those guys that existed then. It's just that like now the sound is different, and it's way more codeine rap influenced, and it might be way more prevalent. But even back then, like in to the mid 2000s, they were talking about how like rap is dead. Nas in 2006 put out an album called Hip Hop Is Dead. Right. Yeah, is dead. Nas- yeah. I'm so it, it's, it's did it, but it's, did they blow? Did the producers blow up back then like they are now? Like yeah. like the way like yeah, the way definitely. Metro Boomin is doing yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. 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 Yeah, like Just Blaze was just throwing out beats and stuff like that. Um, who else? When um, uh, they're talking to uh, Peppa, and she's like, "Yeah, my husband like only listens to the uh, for the beats. Like he doesn't even listen to the lyrics. Like they were talking about that back then. And I mean, yeah. even before that, they were that was still a thing." Like producers definitely like is the most important part of it, and they even touched on like back in the eighties, uh, how a producer could carry it. Like if you remember the part where Chuck D is talking about how, um, I think it was Marl, MC Marl was like, 
you could hear his voice and he just had like the loudest voice and it was carrying yeah he's like, oh they're whack they're whack get off and i think it, he, was yeah, talking about, yeah. he was talking about melly mel i think melly mel that's who it was yeah, and it was Melly Melly. It was like, yo, they're whack. And it was just like, yeah, because it was just the beat. But then when you sit there and you listen to the lyrics, it's like, yo, you ain't saying shit. Like, that's yeah. whack. And so yeah. it's always been. Which I love that. I love that aspect. Yeah. Anyway, but I just loved how they just, it, they focused first on like the grandmasters of rap, all the 80s rappers. Just because I know, I know for a fact that Brand, me and Brandon used to always listen to a lot of 80s rap back in the day. And I know he's the one, I think Brandon's the one that got, really got me into 80s rap. But like, I just love all that boom bap, the boom bap shit, um, and I really appreciated how KRS One's like one of my favorite rappers, and like he had like a, a dope, dope freestyle, like very simple but like dope. Um, they show I like how they showed like all these rappers like giving advice and telling them, telling them like what their philosophy about what rap was, and like, I thought that was dope. But um, yeah, go go on. Um, what do you think about Amen? Actually, Sean, what you just said what you just said about all the rappers giving it advice. If you look at it like that, then it's a really good movie. Like if you look at it as like a, like I took it as like, it was like an AP history class on hip hop in a sense. Right. But I think in terms of, in terms of it's like, is it relevant? Even for when did this come out? 2012? Like they didn't talk to anybody that was really that relevant. Who were the most relevant people that they talked to? I'm not talking about like relevant in rap history. Obviously, they're relevant in terms of what they've done, and they're relevant in terms Eminem, of Eminem. Kanye West was, was right. Like so, but, okay, Kanye so, West was like the biggest he's ever gotten been at that point. Okay, so that you, yeah, you like, named Eminem, Joe Budden, and Kanye West. I don't even think Joe Budden was that relevant at that. Yeah, point. Yeah, not like, really. Yeah, and Joe Roy, Budden was like heavy mixtape. Nas. All I'm trying to say is, all I'm trying to say is, I, I, I think that it's not, it wasn't my favorite because, like, you have to look at it. If you look at it from the advice perspective that Sean mentioned and you look at it from the historical side of things, then it's good. And if you look at, like, if you're trying to reminisce, then it's good. If you're trying to look for current and relevant in a sense of what's, I mean, I guess we'll just speak in terms of what 2011, 2012, 2013 for when this movie came out for like it, it wasn't that relevant. Right. Well, it's I don't I don't think that's what it was trying to be, though, because it's yeah, called the art of rap from something. I, and or from I nothing understand to something. That, I understand yeah. that. But the thing is, is like I get that it's it's not trying to be that. But that's kind of what was annoying about it is like you can tell that it's just ice T talking to people that he respects and people he likes. And then, like that's all who he's talking to. He's not getting a wide range of, of different viewpoints. Like there are people that they might not respect, that they might not like their music, but are successful, right? What made them so successful? How? What's their technique? Maybe you don't want to follow that because that's not what you want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, but I mean that's not that's not really like what he's trying to uncover, right? It's not like there's, it, it's not like there's this slew of amazing lyrically talented big people that isn't the style that he likes that he skipped over he's like specifically focused on like rap and hip-hop and like mcs and it's it's more so about lyricism yeah exactly so it's like the people that were famous is what i guess you guys were i don't know which is also interesting and something i wrote down and i thought about was like there's a number of times where they're like they a number of people say anyone can rap but there's a difference in mc right 
and I don't want to, you know, beat a dead horse, but it goes back to like the rap versus artist conversation. Is an MC now an artist? Because the uh, multiple people say that multiple people said in that movie that One anyone said anyone that, can no. rap. I, I I get that. I think you're attributing like I think I forgot which which old school rapper said that, but that's like I think that was his opinion. I don't think that was like everyone's opinion. Well, I think the yeah. whole idea of an MC is somebody that can just hype up a crowd. Yeah, like that's 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 ultimately like what an MC comes down to. Somebody I'm not that proving a point. I'm just ask, I'm asking a question. So, I don't think so. I I don't think so. I I'm thinking of it in a different aspect. I I, question. I think of it as like the good artist, you know, good rapper thing because like you, you said, anyone can rap, and right. like that's very apparent in music. Like anyone can rap, but yeah. to be good, to be considered like one of the best, and like to be a, a, a follow lyricism, a you know, that's mm. more so where they're like leaning towards as an MC. More the better artist, the the more of the lyricism, the person that's going to sit there and craft the art and and just like with uh when raz kaz was like you know like most of my fan base is either they're college, college educated kids. or mm -hmm. they are in, in jail. jail because when the when is the most time you have to learn is when you're in college or you're in yeah. jail and and yeah that's what it comes down to is you know the art of writing a rap and having your 16 say something that actually means something and that's what, like my biggest thing like i've said multiple times on this podcast you know, like, are you just listening for raps that say something, or do you just like the music? Like, do you want to have rap with a message be given to you or not? I yeah, and I think I think this I think this documentary did two things for me. Po I'll say two positive things for sure. Number one, I think it expanded what my viewpoint of like an artist is because I do think that being an MC is more than just the rap. Obviously, there's plenty of very technical rappers out there, and but they don't have like the charisma they don't have the energy they you know what i mean i think being an mc it's a lot more than just being able to rap so i think it expanded my viewpoint of what an mc is and what a, what an artist is and then number two is that it definitely solidified that rock him is probably the greatest rapper alive yes and um that's that's something i wanted to say too rock him like came from like the boom bap era and he the first one to start flowing flowing and literally rap is that the rap that we know right now is based on the way Rakim raps. Yeah, Rakim is everyone's favorite rapper's favorite rapper, and like pretty much. But for with yeah. a, with a good him and Big Daddy Kane, I'm surprised they didn't get Big Daddy Kane to do yeah. like a little bit of uh, freestyle. I'm surprised that he didn't do one. I the biggest surprise was that they gave Joe Budden like 64 bars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Was but big. it was good. That joint was fine. <laughs> it was good though. It was, it, 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 yeah, this was good as shit. I'm not gonna say it was bad, but like Joe Budden, sixty-four bars. You don't give Q-Tip sixty-four bars. You don't give like fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like there are better people. I get you, but yeah. Joe Budden, he told a full ass story. Yeah, it was, was great. Like, yeah, it was, was great. impressive. Like I was jamming. I I I, I want to say like that was probably one of my favorite ones of that movie. Like of all yeah, the ones replayed, that went in, it might it. be my favorite one. I, I'll say. I think if you look at how, like, just like how they got Exhibit, like, I feel like it was one of those things where, like, he was just calling dudes, and, like, if they were around, and they were like, yo, yeah, yeah I can do something real quick, like, with Q-Tip, like, there's legit yeah. just standing on the corner, and he's like, yo, get out the way! 
Can't you see the cameras yeah. right here? <laughs> I see is my favorite if they're in yeah. rap now, dude. That shit. I forgot about that. I was laughing so hard. Dog, I, I, I'm, I immediately looked at it not as something that I found relevant the moment that I saw Exhibit on the screen. Like, I'm not saying I dislike Exhibit, but Exhibit is should like Exhibit is so 2004. But dog, but dog with, like, like, when I like when we're talking about relevancy, like that's why music today isn't as appealing to fans like myself is because they don't go through this craft. They don't go through this process. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about what they say. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and that's why, mm-hmm. that's why I would argue it is relevant because you still have people like J Cole and Kendrick Lamar that are writing this way that can sit there and craft this. And that's why they're at the top of the game. So I would argue that yeah, it, that it is relevant. I just for wish them. I wish they picked people in that time that were more like I get that you have to pick Eminem. I'm not saying they shouldn't have picked Eminem. I think you have to. But he's, I'm the great, they, he's arguably the greatest, one of the greatest lyricists of all. Yeah, time. he's like, he's top, the easy pick. Three. There's no there's no yeah. there's no reason why he shouldn't be included, and that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm gonna preface it with that. I think Eminem has to be included. There's no question. But I think that they could have found more people of the time period of when it was being filmed that also fit that criteria. Like you said, I don't think J Cole Cole was that relevant at the time yet. He was starting to come up more, but do you get what I mean? Like they could have found people. Do you know why they didn't pick the, yeah, I disagree. You know why it's it's because ice T was picking people that are in his opinion. And then like the rap, the rap community uh, opinion grandmasters are about to be grandmasters like like in their eyes yeah. that's why he's picking all those people he thinks they're know, grand- like, think he's not gonna pick, he's not gonna pick kendrick or any of those guys because they're not grandmasters yet they're students of the game i mean maybe yep. now in their opinion they, they might be grandmasters in some of those guys eyes but straight I up like that. you know i i just think that's the roaches he he didn't he didn't go out there and go who's hot right now that's doing it like this that's not what he did he went out there and yeah. he's exactly what Sean's saying he's like who's a master who's a master at the game like he even afterwards he's like you hear him just have a cut he's like wow who would have thought like one of the best rappers of all time would be a white cat you know what I'm saying he just waited there because he picked Eminem not because he was hot in 2012 but because he's a fucking like yeah you know I get I understand I understand completely and I think for this documentary it works but in terms of me liking it. I don't think it affects the documentary itself or what it was trying to be negatively. I'm just talking about from my viewpoint of what I think about it. It it was it didn't help for me, but I get why they did it. I understand why. I feel like you I feel like you ultimately didn't like it very much because like most of the rappers when they were rapping, you could understand the words they were saying. So that probably like, doc- you you could yeah. So like you, that probably doctored. Oh, I see. I see. You're like you're like ah, hold on a second. I don't get it. Uh, I just want to say yesterday, Eamon, <laughs> we were on the phone. He goes, yo, man, when's the last time you listened to fucking Exhibit? I was like, bro, you're not going to like this. <laughs> I was listening to the paparazzi the other day. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you, Doug. You know, it's funny. You remember when Blockbuster had like the $5 thing where you could rent like movies for like $5 and return them the next day? Mm-hmm. Low key, for whatever reason, my dumb ass used to rent Pimp My Ride DVDs and watch it like it was something that you should watch. Like, that's so weird. <laughs> Isn't that so stupid? No, so, you wasted money so on that show. That was on M- it, that li- show was for literally free. on MTV so for like three hours like, when we got home from school. Indication. Literally, <laughs> literally three hours. My mom that was, was a fire literally. Show, though. She would watch me pick the DVD and she's like, that's what, like, that's the one you want to pick. <laughs> 
and i'm like yeah this is it and it was like she's like all right i like so i love stupid. i love the meme that came out of that where he's like yo dog i heard you like tvs so I put a TV, <laughs> in a tv on top of the tv with a tv on the side they really used to do that shit. yo yo jeremy we heard you eat popcorn from time to time so we put a full popcorn machine in your car <laughs> The, the dumbest shit I ever saw was when they put a TV under somebody's car because he was like a mechanic and he liked to work on. I'm like, what the fuck is this man just gonna lay under his car <laughs> to watch TV? Money. So to watch TV, like, great show though. Can we talk about how fucking like I don't know what? Let's talk about some of the processes of the rappers that you found like super interesting. Um, and I can I can start us off as you guys are kind of thinking, but I think the way Immortal Technique does it is very cool. Like he yeah. phys- he mm-hmm. physically makes himself hungry by not eating, mm-hmm. or he wants to get into a fight mode and actually yep. beat the shit out of somebody, and that's how he just gets pumped, and that's how he rips. And I'm like, damn, that makes sense because when you hear his music, like you get that energy from him, and I'm like, it's so awesome how he like translates that like from pen to paper to like your your you know what I'm saying from his feelings. Like I like him. I, I heard somebody diss on. I don't know if it was the horrorcore rap, but I think Immortal Technique is super talented. He's super talented, but like some of like some of his songs are just like, all right, we get it, you know. But like some of his songs are like, lot. you know, are really good. Yeah, you're doing too much, dude. <laughs> but like he's like probably one of the greatest lyricists like alive, you know. I, don't, I, I can't remember this one rapper's name. He was like bald. I know he was wearing a do rag, and then he was like smoking. Remember, he's like rolling up the blind. You talk about Grandmaster Kaz. Grandmaster Kaz, the way he writes looked so cool because like he'd like have like boxes and then like kind of write what the bar was about. He's and got then, that chart like, that Charlie has. The Shit chart, is dope. yeah. And I was like, dude, that is so sick. And he had so many scenes of him writing because it was just so cool how he did it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like Grandmaster Cast has a really some really good songs. I, I I apologize, Grandmaster, that I forgot your name for a second, but I also really like the way um, I think I don't know if Rakim really explained how he rap like how he raps. He did. Just like he his did. theory on rap was just so cool in the way like dude Rakim's my favorite 80s rapper by the way, but the Me way too. he just the way he just and he's like literally the if you like the way like we like the the rap that we like we should like our Rakim like because he's like yeah. birthed it all like he birthed low like just. The way he's his theory on rap is just so beautiful, and I was like, dude, like this is, this is hip hop. Just the way, his essence was just hip hop, and like I really liked that part. I loved uh, Run DMC's take where they split yes. up and they had them separately, and DMC was yeah. just like, yo, like we come out, and it's just like I can't take a break, like you know, like runs like the flashy dude, but like I'm, I'm like, yo. We got these dudes over here and they're coming at us like, yo, we got to keep going. And then Run is just like, you know, I'm sitting in the, the tub, <laughs> in the tub. <laughs> eating French toast, coming over. Smoking, smoking some Indo, <laughs> got some hoso coming got- over. And then I look down and it's just like, damn, I got syrup in the tub. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> so fucking geeking, dog. I got syrup no, in the I tub. Love- I got ashes in the tub. I love Run, dude. Yeah, it, Run, Run geeked me out heavy, and he it geeked me out, dog. <laughs> it's it's solidified that anyone that like is in where Run DMC or not Run DMC, where Run is right now, like being a reverend and everything at his age, you probably were like pretty fucking crazy when you were in your twenties or thirties. Oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> high, key, high key. It definitely solidified that. 
uh, like going back to Rakim, I thought it was interesting because he said something like how he'll he'll do the sixteen dots, right? And he's like, these are the yeah, sixteen the dots. Parts. Yeah, he'll do the dots. Yeah, and and he'll like he'll be like for each line. I know that I can't fit any more words into this line. And like he wrote it, you know what I mean? And I thought that yeah. was really fucking tight. I thought the immortal, yeah. I was, if no one brought it up, Kevin, you already brought it up first, but I thought the immortal technique one was really interesting because if you think about the way he's going about it, when you're hungry, when you're like, when you're angry, when you're working out, like you have like, your brain is working. Like your brain is working. So you don't feel the other thing. Yeah. So like, I love I loved how he was talking about that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I liked when I, whenever anyone was talking about how, how hungry they are. In a weird way, when Kanye was spitting his freestyle, Kanye looked fucking so hungry. Still, was I the Wait, only one? That I know what you happened? mean. But no, I know. Yeah, he mean. looked hungry, Kanye. Yeah, that was his lines from. Um... My beautiful from I think he threw it in my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And that whole that whole thing was from it, um, which made me think it was filmed in like 2010 before or like right before the album came out, because he was using that same line or at least variations of of the. Uh, first yeah, it definitely song wasn't from, finished. Yeah, he was he was using that for like the BET ciphers at the time. He was using that for loads of different Bro, things. He was getting on his tippy yeah. toes when he'd get to the punchline. That's what bar. I'm saying. Yeah, but did you see his so eyes? Funny. Did you see yeah, his oh, yeah. eyes? He was hungry. Yeah. He just like I also I, I really liked Eminem's freestyle. Yeah, oh I like the Eminem portions. Yeah. Eminem's portions Eminem really was, interesting, yeah. It was beautiful. Eminem did really well. So did Royce. And then but I don't uh, you guys are probably gonna laugh at me, but I don't know why. Uh, I hope you don't. My favorite freestyle Goblin Slayers. Goblin Slayer, no. KRS one. No, dude, I, I totally <laughs> love black rappers. We blow them away. <laughs> dude i just fucking love how expressive he is when he raps was dude. that the one you like, snapchatted for like 40 yeah, minutes I fucking love as if we didn't KRS all just watch one, the movie <laughs> snaps <laughs> the full thing to us again his, thank you his freestyle story was phil luncheon though when he Yo, was just yeah, like how, how did you get into rapping he's like some yeah. dude just called out my ripped jeans and i had to come back i couldn't just let him not do it and I was like, yo, like, that's such a funny ass story to get into rapping. It's your whole career in existence. That that <laughs> that movie for me just like it, it like solidifies how much I love rap and hip hop, like even more. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember watching yeah, it. I remember watching yeah, it same, back in the yeah. day. And that's when like my appreciation for like lyricism went into overdrive around the same time as well, too. And looking at it right now, looking back at it too, it's just like the, the, just the way Eminem like talks about it too, where he's like he views like words and raps or like puzzles, and he sees how he can fit them in. Mm-hmm. And his nerdy ass sat there and read the dictionary just to just to expand his vocabulary. He didn't mention that in the movie. That's just like a random tidbit for Eminem. But like, yeah, it's crazy the lengths that like these guys go to 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 you know perfect their craft. Yeah, you know, watching this uh, also kind of like made me like sad from a, a standpoint of like you get um like dj premier is there and they're interviewing him but if you like know gangstar like guru's gone at this point guru's dead so yeah. mm-hmm. it's a reminder of like damn like and i mean he just went he was sick but like it's like damn like we've had all these people like you see run you see dmc but you don't see yeah. jam master j you know, right. um, and then they interviewed um, Dr. Dre, and he's like, "Yo, you're the closest thing we'll have to Pac." Yeah, and I hear that Pac wrote his verses 
in the recording booth is crazy. Like that's so weird. Mm-hmm. Like why why would you do that? Just go sit down outside. It's all good. But it's just like He's, nah. Like I'm gonna sit right he here. Wants to bang. Be in, he wants bang to be it, in the mix. Bang it right out. Record. All right, next one. Bang it. And then he's like, "Yo, that's why he had so much stuff because he was just right there." And it's it's crazy. So dope. I also really liked how Dr. Dre, how he just explained, he was like, "Yo, I become the artist when I make their beat. Like mm-hmm. I'm like them. I'm not making a beat and then being like, all right, like you got to rap like this. Like I'm like, all right, what do you want the beat to sound like? I'm gonna become you. Like you know. And yeah, yeah. And he was he was literally talking about like the difference between a rapper and a songwriter where yeah. he'll walk up and he'll be like, all right, what's the hook first? And they're like, uh, mm-hmm. I like that. part. Yeah. I like that part a lot too. Yeah. There was, there was another part of the movie where he was talking about how this guy's three favorite rappers are all so different where one's like really lyrical. One is like really stylish. And then the other one is very spiritual. And it's like the, like kind of like what it is like, a, a, like AP fucking history and rap where you can sit there. And he said the whole thing about, like my life is a Muriel. Like what colors are you going to use? Like all that shit. I was like, damn, this is, it's very cool. Like how many different routes you can go in this type of music. And listen, yeah. I, I, I think, I think the one, uh, for, first of all, I want to say, I know I'm being a little more ne- negative than I usually am, but that isn't to say that you shouldn't watch this movie. I think like, even if I don't love how they did it, I think the stuff in it is interesting. And I think the stuff in it is very important. And I think like, you should have that understanding of where it comes to to see how it became what it is now. Do you know what I mean? So I, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll say that first. I think you should watch it. Whether I think it's a good documentary or not, that's a separate thing. But I think you should watch it because it's interesting. The thing that I, the thing I, the other thing I want to say is in the very beginning was something uh, I forgot who it was that he was talking to in the very beginning. Um, I don't remember it off the top of my head. But he said something about how, like, you know, pianos and other instruments were taken away from black people because they had gotten like too. They, you know, they created jazz, they created other forms of music. And then what he said was like, he's like, so what do we do? We went home, and we made a record an instrument, something that shouldn't have been an instrument, an instrument. And I thought that was like, that was a really really cool thought process. Like you don't think about how like being a DJ. And mm-hmm. because it's talking about the culture too. So it's talking about the B boys and talking about DJs and talking about everything. So you don't think about how, you know, people made something that is not an instrument and into an instrument and how influential being a DJ is in the culture and in the movement. So it's like, I thought that was tight as cool. shit. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree. I really think that rappers today. And I think the reason why he made this is because he thinks, uh, I think Ice-T wants younger rappers to start paying attention to the older guys because you'll get better that way. And I feel like that's what the SoundCloud rapper generation is like missing because I think, I, I can't remember if it was like Uzi or if it was like, it was one of those guys from like 2016, but like they're like shitting on Biggie Smalls and like Tupac and they're like, yeah, it they're, was 2016. they suck. Yachty, I think. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, it was Yachty. And I was like, dude, yeah. like, the difference between him and like a Tyler the Creator or like a J. Cole is because Tyler Creator listens to old music. I listen said to the like, same thing. Listen to old rap, but he doesn't mean it, dog. Like I've actually heard interviews where he's like, "Oh yeah, I was listening to this. I was listening to that." And then like for, J- for example, J. Cole and like Kendrick, they're always listening to the old Nas. stuff. You yeah. know, like, 
in like not like you're listening to Nas. Yes, yeah. Kendrick's like big Tupac guy, and I think that like the reason why a lot of our generation there's a lot of music in our generation or in the, in the newer generation that I love and I think is really good, but I I do think that they're not going to get to that legendary status because they don't. I agree. Own the craft, yeah, a little bit. More. I wholeheartedly and it's agree. Like, honestly, it's honestly just a game to them. It's not they're, like they're writing trends. You know what I'm saying? They're writing what's popping right now, and they're not going to make long-lasting effects. Like I, I totally agree. And then, and, um, and I'll say this: for example, Migos. I know, I know, like some of us don't like Migos, but I think Migos they actually do listen to a lot of um, old school stuff, and they like literally birthed a, a new style of rap. You know, what I'm saying doesn't matter if you guys don't like it, but like they rap in a in a stylistic way. And it's like creative, and it's di- I mean, it's not different now because everyone copies them. But like, they birthed their own style because I think they listen to old trends and listen to um, the rap that came before them. And I think when rappers do that, and they're able to like take it, take the craft actually seriously, and it's not just a game and a trend they're writing on. Yeah, then you're gonna birth something cool. Let's let's do this how, yeah. sean how, how about you give us a little beatbox and brandon give us the outro in a, in a boom bap style <laughs> go One, two, three, in the place to be. Everybody knows BG, the grand MC. I'm repping the motherfucking showing tapes. Make sure you wipe your ass with the tapes. Because uh, we got coronavirus coming back. Quarantine. Make sure you get your snacks. How to have a motherfucking heart attack. But I'll bring it back. Yeah, I was right out of breath, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hard, yo. That was excellent. That was excellent. So, what oh, Kevin? Um, huh? Why don't you? Why don't you rap and then um, burn and beatbox? My beatbox is horrible. Eh, I'm, I'm with it. All right, burn and beatbox. It's the incredible. Now I hope you enjoyed our rap technique. It's the shonen tapes. We haven't reached our peak. I'm feeling pretty spicy and I'm about to streak. So just stand aside and let me speak. Follow us. Like a turkey, you can gobble us. Swallow us. Or you be telling all your followers to follow us. Whether it's Twitter or Insta, just tell your sister to tell her mister. It doesn't matter when you see us or hear us. Apple, Spotify, and yes, I'm serious. YouTube and YouTube and YouTube and YouTube. Please just check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe. Also, TikTok. I should, just, I should just like loop you doing that and then just have that go for five minutes and people just think it's just you beatboxing for five minutes. <laughs> so luncheon. Right, let me, let me, Dude, do, let me do mine now. Baby Sasuke. Not Ooh. Naruto. Woo. Baby Sasuke. Yo, that sounds kind of catchy. Though. Song is hot. I, I, I was hating on it and then I was like, yo, this is kind of. Yeah, love it. Love it. Catchy. Love, it. love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Fire, flame, uh, 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 fuego. Uh, uh, Anyways, y'all.
Thank you so much for jumping on. Watch the movie if you haven't yet. Hopefully we've made you want to watch it. And if you've seen it already and you disagree with us, let us know. Let us know. It's a great movie. Good night. Baby Sasuke. <laughs>